The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. My name is Roscoe Toss Cobble. I enjoy long walks on the beach, spending time with my daughter Gracie, and murdering people. My name is Colvick Darkley. I'm a half-white cleric of Hyaya. And I'm the keeper of the secret ingredient. This is Melvin Hardmeat. And you can reach the third dimension through my butthole. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. That is the legend of the golden trough. Before the, the poop. Huzzah. Day. Huzzah. Huzzah. Aegis is dropping by, but it's a little different than his normal visit because he's got two guards with him. We're pretty sure they ate everything. But we didn't hate everyone. You can't prove anything with the absence of poop. You guys aren't like friends, you're assets. Grace comes up and says, Roscoe, what's a sans gruel? It is the thing that your father spent most of his life looking for. There is many a long story and legend about a guy by the name of Jason Bryce. Jason Bryce is long accepted to be just one of the chillest bros in history. Roscoe, you've been noticing over the past few days that your rations seem to be going a little faster than you thought they would. Boy. Out of your bag, unbelievably, climbs Grace. I can believe it. Well, how the hell was she in your backpack? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. And she says, I turned into a mouse. Yeah, how did... Wait, wait. wait. What? I'm thinking Lexi might be a a druid of some sort, yeah. Can you change back into a mouse so we can put you safely back into the backpack? <laughs> uh, she says she's tired and she needs to rest for a little bit. She can't hold it forever. Uh, but At least several days, it seems. Yeah, well, and she's been like... Basically, what's been going on here is she's been like sneaking out of the bag at night with some of your rations and going off somewhere else to rest and then sneaking back in before morning. Oh, hmm. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Clever girl. Well, I suppose uh, we can rattle on. Or we can just take her back home. Do we want to? Seems like a waste of several weeks. It's only been a few days. Well, she doesn't necessarily have to come with to the temple. She can come with, stay with her family or whatever, and 
Uh, as says Alice and Aziz Ansari. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave her with Aziz Ansari. <laughs> oh no, baby! No! Be an elf in this village. Treat yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does that apply right now in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> well, Grace has been treating herself to Roscoe's rations all this time, so I guess yeah, it falls that way. Bummer for Roscoe. You're not going to have enough food. <laughs> I'll be okay. I can create food. It's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. Stunning presentation. You're pushing really hard. I, I shouldn't like, do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks, we ran out of material for this recording session because, uh, well, we also ran out of underwear. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like Grace is coming with us. Yeah. Yeah. It was only a matter of time before this plot line was rolled off. Grace coming along adventuring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to, but I wanted to. A stowaway. Mm-hmm. Saw that coming from a mile away. All right, you can come along, Grace. But if anything start, if we get in a fight or anything, you immediately de-ass the area. Turn into a bird, fly up out of danger, whatever you need to do. Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly, fly far, far, <laughs> far away. Oh, exactly. Team. All right, so she get. I mean, she like brightens up right away as soon as you say that. She's super excited. Mm. And you guys uh, make your way finally to the town. You enter this town. It is a, it's an elven village. I don't know if any of you... I guess, Melvin, we haven't even really established your full backstory if you've ever been to an elven village. But for those of you who have not, the uh, the village of... I really just want to call it Aziz Ansari now. but <laughs> The village of Alis Asari, as you enter it, is... It's not only beautiful, but it's it's challenging to even see where the village begins and ends. Um, you just kind of realize that you've been in the village for a little bit as you're clomping along on your horses. You you don't see a ton of people around, a um, ton of elves, which would be in this case. But you just kind of notice that there's some very natural and organic-looking houses uh, that you pass by. Some are up in the trees, some are kind of like dirt mounds uh, with houses built into them, all hobbit-style and whatnot. Uh, but as you as you walk through this town, you do start seeing more and more people, and you get closer to the uh, the center of town, and you do see some people. And they're not going out of their way to greet you or anything like that, but they'll they'll kind of smile and nod. Some even give you a little wave, recognizing you guys as adventurers and uh, new to this town. What would you like to do? Uh, we'll go up to one of the people we can see, maybe, and ask if there's a store or an inn, or if they know Grace's grandparents. So they don't know who uh, they don't know who Grace is. You do get a lot of curious looks. Uh, a lot of people you notice now that you've kind of mentioned that are kind of staring at Grace a little bit. And uh, the first person you go up, or you know, the first person you go up as you're talking to people in town, asking for where to go, uh, they point to a rather large structure that's built around a tree in the middle of the town, and they say, "Yeah, all the passersby go to drinking place." <laughs> Wait a minute, what's it called? Drinking place. And everybody goes to drinking place? Everybody goes to... Everybody passing by goes to drinking place. So Ayla Sasari is relatively close to the border of the woods. Uh, so it does see a lot of traffic from, you know, adventurers and traders and travelers. And, uh, and apparently they all go to drinking place. Well, let's go to drinking place. Okay, you don't... Is, where is sleeping place? 
the uh, the uh, you're you're talking to a, a lady elf and she just kind of laughs and she says no 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 that's that's the name of the place you can eat and drink there and you can sleep and okay you know it's an inn it's it's just the name of the place is drinking place <laughs> all right um i lost my train of thought <laughs> well you asked about uh oh grace's grandparents and grandparents. so forth all right so you don't necessarily know grace but do you have you ever heard of lexi uh, she thinks for a moment and she says, that name sounds familiar, but well, if it's this, uh, if it's this child, uh, this child's family you're looking for, I can only think of one person. It would be Aletha. Um, I've, I've only ever seen one family with this purple hair and eyes like this. Yeah. I'd be pretty surprised if Lexi was her, um, real name. I mean, what about sexy Lexi? <laughs> she gives you kind of a stern disgusted look and walks away <laughs> alright so well, now I don't know where all left is <laughs> is there anybody else around um, there's a handful of villagers here um, you know you can stop and grab any old NPC passerby passerby you know where I can find Aletha uh, he says Aletha and then looks down and notices Grace and sees the, the purple hair and the purple eyes and says, Oh, Aletha Favaris, uh, she's, she's out on the edge of town. And, uh, and kind of points you in the, the direction easterly towards the edge of town. Says, out there almost at the edge. It's a treehouse. Uh, you, you can't miss it. Actually, you probably can. You guys aren't from around here. But look up a lot and you won't miss it. All right. Well, are we going to drinking place or to Let's the, the town? Let's take the kid to drinking place. Let's scope the situation with Aletha first. Uh, I mean, hasn't this kid really been around a brothel for most of her young life? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, she's, yeah. she, she's already at the bar doing shots. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Grace? You want to go to drinking place? She's torn. She's so torn that I'm going to use a dice roll to determine which one she's more excited for. She is ecstatic, though. She is looking around. She's wide-eyed. That bounced off of everything, including a beer bottle, and did not go into the rack. But we're going to say that that means she wants to go to drinking place because it bounced off of my beer bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Off to drinking place we go. So drinking place is... As I said, it's a it's a rather large tavern, and it's wrapped all the way around a very large, very old oak tree. Uh, it's it's on ground level, so it's not like a treehouse, uh, but it's just this monolithic tree in the middle of the village, uh, sort of in a clearing area. And it's 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 hard to tell from this side, but it would be kind of what the fuck would you call something with twelve sides? Is that a septahedron? No, uh, dodecahedron. Wouldn't be a hedron that's for cubes and dice and shit. I think it's it, a twelvahedron. It's a. <laughs> it looks. It looks like a twelvahedron. A dodecagon. Dodecagon. Yes. Sorry, it's been a long time since I took geometry. Uh, so you see this place. If you had to guess, you're you're looking at this building, thinking that must be a dodecagon. So <laughs> while we are going through this area, is everyone speaking Elvish at the time? Common or what's kind of the? the you're way? hearing a mix. Here in a mix. Yep, I'd say it's about 50-50. Um, there's, there's definitely other people that aren't from this village, too. You can see humans, you can see some half-orcs, you can see, uh, 
even some you, you see one full so it's orc a multi on the other side. Area, kind yeah. Of. Okay. Yeah. It's I don't a, walk in here not knowing anything. I can I can hear things. Okay. It is in effect a border town, so yeah, there's there's quite a few people here. Okay. Seems like a fairly well traveled road. As you uh, step through the the front doors of this place, uh, it's a big double door leading in. It's the middle of the day, so it's not super huge uh, or super hugely crowded, but there's definitely a handful of people. Um, you see a a group of what you're almost positive is adventurers sitting at one table. Um, another table's maybe got some traders at it. Some weird musicians decide. Some people playing some music. Uh, there's there's one person quietly playing a lute on the far end. And uh, and a bar is wrapped around the uh, the tree, which is the center of this bar, or the center of the drinking place. You see a bartender too. All right. What would you oh. like to do? Let's go talk to these adventurers. What do you think? I'm gonna go get a refreshment. I'm gonna go talk to the adventurers. What? Um, I'm gonna walk to the refreshment table as well. I'm gonna talk to the bartender. Oh, what's uh, one of the best things you got that's not alcoholic around here? The bartender looks to you and says, Ooh, well, we've got some very fine aged uh, apple juice here. Ooh, aged apple juice. Yeah. Not fermented. Don't worry. I'll take some of that. Uh, pours you a, a nice little cup. It's. You notice everything, by the way, about this place is uh, it's just all a little bit more graceful than you guys are used to. No pun on the word grace for Grace's name. It's just like things are just a little more elegant um, as elves are wont to be. So you get uh, your apple juice in a, a nice little crystal goblet. Wow. I asked the bartender when he uh, gives me the drink, like, what's so special about this tree that this place is built around? Uh, he says, it's just a huge ancient tree. This is where the original bar was built around. And we've had to remodel the place a couple of times just to uh, expand the, the hole in the roof and the hole around the bar here. But uh, yeah, the, original, uh, the original founder of Drinking Place decided to build this bar here and we've kept the tree alive ever since we think it's in part due to the slop and spill from all the booze <laughs> tree just loves it Give me. all the pee <laughs> the pee goes the bathrooms are on the outer wall <laughs> give me a finest local elven wine finest elven wine um so he says uh Oh, fuck it. I'm not going to do that. I was going to basically like overcharge you for it. <laughs> I was going to say how much <laughs> like, you want the finest, you wine, the finest elven wine. Like, yeah. yeah. That'll be 70,000 gold, please. <laughs> I'll go with the finest low-budget Elvis wine. It's 5,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Take your finest Merlot, please. <laughs> finest two-buck chuck, please. Yeah. So he gives you a, a similar goblet to what he gave Melvin and pours out... Uh, <laughs> it's the rail white. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hold it with just like my... Thumb in my uh, my forefinger here, and just worried I'm gonna break it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't know how to act in these high societies. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of very out of my element right now. The the place itself doesn't feel like excessively classy. It's like like the the elegance and whatever that you're seeing in this room is like common shit for elves, basically. So, yeah. but well, it, you can still react to it as I you mean, choose. We've been to this either the. Uh, the broken egg or whatever the squirrel the hunting squirrel these are the two only bars i've really been in so this is high class all right so you guys have your beverages uh while you are getting beverages roscoe you walk over to the group of adventurers are you gonna like just go up and talk you're gonna pull up a chair i'll pull up a chair what kind of table is it like a booth table or like 
tall table with stools around it or that's a it's a low top i, I know the the high top tables are called high tops and it, it's just a regular table okay yeah uh, but a not chair. a booth so pull up and uh one of the dudes so it's a it's a guy it's two guys and a gal and the uh the guy says well met traveler you look like an adventurer i am that and yourself we are indeed a group of adventurers my name is Hans. Uh, this is Ada, pointing to the lady. Says the silver here is Rickard. And we are Team Excellence. Team Excellence, you say. He gives a little bow back to you. We are the very good adventuring team. Huh. Very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, what brings you to Aziz Ansari? <laughs> <laughs> New material. I hear it's a good tour. <laughs> Uh, he says, we're, uh, we're looking around for something. Mm. Oh, are you looking for the tomb of Jason Bryce? So I suppose we, we walk over to him, right? <laughs> After having my drink. From across the... I hear you're looking for something. <laughs> I, just, I imagine like the video game glitch where like all of a sudden Melvin's just behind you. Like... Uh. <laughs> 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 Cutscene. <laughs> His head just spins around once. Um, Hans uh, kind of, his eyes get a little wide for a moment and says, We are. You are also here looking for it then? Nope. Just heard of it. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good, good. So who leads Team Excellence? Uh, it is I, Hans Helgel, who leads Team Excellence. Oh. Are these guys all human? All three of them are human, yes. Uh, the next time he's distracted, say, talking to Melvin, I'm going to steal from him. Uh, so are, are you going to give me some indication that you're going to do this? <laughs> like I should distract him? Or? Yeah, I nod at you. Oh, well, that, you guys know a... something? That's the universal symbol for us. Like, we know I'm... And I wink. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at you. Woohoo! <laughs> wink. Ada looks over at you two and says, lovers then. <laughs> No she doesn't actually of, say that. No concern of yours. Um, um, so uh, the, also, this isn't Fallout. You can't just open a person like inventory and decide what to steal. Um, right. So did you have something specific you wanted to go for? His coin purse. Okay. I am going to have you... Do, do, do. I'm going to have <laughs> you make a contested sleight of hand roll against... Oh, no. Roll to two plus nine for 11. All right, that is not going to beat the 18 that uh, Hans got on perception. So he sees you, like, very obviously reaching a hand <laughs> under the table and just kind of, like, scoots his chair back a little bit so that he's out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a little bit of a dirty look, but nothing did you, like... Did you the even demeanor for, doesn't change. Did you even wait for me to distract him, or did you just wink at me and then reach for them? <laughs> <laughs> Reaching while he's winking. That's exactly what happened. I'm just gonna try as to... The, as Melvin is over there and just like, ahem, but it's 20 seconds too late. <laughs> try to play off cool. Is that a Pogs pocket I see you have there? Um, so Rickard does indeed have a, uh, a Pogs, Pogs Rickard, pocket. you said? Rickard? Rickard. That's not who you're trying to steal from, right? Nope. I was nope. trying to steal but from But I was Hans. trying to talk to Hans when I said, is that a Pogs pocket I see there? Um, but I mean, I yeah, guess Rickard would. It's not a good distra distraction because, uh, Hans has already noticed, but. 
Um, but Rickard like perks up right away and is like, you play the Pogs? I've been known to play one or two games. Literally? One or he two games? He doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, you want to play with the Pogs? Ah? It's <laughs> a really confusing you accent, to too. play the Pogs? At this time, I'm going to kind of look at um, Melvin, because he is the resident Pogs player here. I just kind of look at him. Mm-hmm. I, Kolvik, uh, I know that you're trying to figure yourself out here, so I'm just like, have, have at it, buddy. Then, it, you know, Rickard looks over at you and says, it's okay, we just play for funsies. Sounds boring. <laughs> funsies. Funsies. I make up the winner of pizza. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, um, that sounds good. I... I played, uh, like I said, one or two games, and I would like to play with you, if that's all right. All right. Uh, did you want to suggest gambling to this individual? Yeah. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything good, so. I mean, you can just sometimes gamble with money. That's how a lot of gambling happens. True. True. Just not used to not gambling his pants away. That's true. This isn't, you're not really I'll necessarily you, familiar with like, that. Ugh, that's fine. Yes. I say yes, and I kind of pat my pockets down, and I'm like, 25 gold. Oh, that's high. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This accent started, it's just traveled all no, of it's Europe. Like Swedish. <laughs> it's traveled oh, all of yeah. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's about good. So, Melvin, uh, you, let's say you stack up the pog for <laughs> Kolvik in this game, and uh, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. First roll. No advantage, right? No advantage. You haven't done anything special for these ones. 19 is more than enough to win the first slam. Again? 11. That's going to be a 19. It's it's always one and one every time we play Pogs. Why would it be? That's it. Right? Here it is. It's like we're faking it. Natural 20. 12. You smash down the final slammer, and the Pogs go crazy and all... Do whatever it is that they do when you win, and you have won 25 gold from Hans. And embarrassed them with that natural 20. Yeah. Did. did you like shower him in pogs, like his own pogs, or like <laughs> hitting him in the face? Confetti like, spray. Just slow motion. He's oh, <laughs> making it rain pogs. And out of consideration, because we win pogs out of this, right? Or is it just money at this point? Do we? Yeah. So what you do is you play for keeps with the pogs themselves, not mm-hmm. the slammers. Unless you specify, um, but so and you it's all keep... his pogs, right? We don't get to choose, right? It's just yeah. all the pogs he has. We've actually, we've actually not been good about this. The way that we've, we were supposed to do it is you're supposed to roll a d10 uh, to determine because half of the stack of twenty are yours already. Right. So you roll a d10 to see how many you take. Four. All right. So you are now mm-hmm. four. I'm actually pogs going to look ritual. at Melvin. I say, thank you for teaching me the game. Choose the pogs you want choose the pogs that I want? Mm-hmm. Just right. kind of out of respect, and I'm just going to look at him You're going to take the winning four? The intimidation, like, I, I beat you guys. We are here, obviously, we had like a communication about the same thing. It's almost a, a victory win on my part. I'm like, yeah, we're kind of ahead of wherever you are. Alright. What kind of pogs does Hans have? Take all of them. <laughs> take five of them. <laughs> you can't take five. Well, I mean, you could try, but he's going to notice. Yeah. Uh, so he's got... Uh, oh, man. What does this guy have on his pogs? Um, he has the Where's the Beef Wendy's Lady. 
<laughs> and it says, where's the beef around the outside? <laughs> it's all the 80s icon commercials of different restaurants. No, no, it's just all where's the beef lady. Every one of his boxes, where's the beef lady. Yeah. <laughs> like he got a factory. Like, got a hold of out. <laughs> so that's when you're like, Melvin, go ahead and pick which one you want. And he flips them over and they're all the same. <laughs> Guess I'll take four of these beef ladies. <laughs> I'll take four beef ladies. No, that's what it says on it. It's just a picture of a lady and it just says beef lady on it. <laughs> I'll take four beef ladies. Yep. Do they have do they do you have anything else besides beef ladies? <laughs> no is my travel set. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to let him pick it out, and then I'm just going to stand there and not say a word more, just feeling confident and looking at him like, I'm kind of better than you right now. How come Melvin didn't play? Like I said, I'm just letting, uh, Colvick's got some figuring out of himself to do, so I'm just kind of letting him gamble and get his experience and do whatever he's got to do to to figure it out, man. Fair enough. Grace reaches up and, and snatches one of the beef ladies and, and and is staring at it, you know, and like kind of walking around, like making a little voice for the beef lady. <laughs> <laughs> then she, she's she's playing with the beef lady and with her dagger, and everybody is just kind of giving her space. <laughs> so how does how does Hans feel now? Uh, he's the leader of Team Excellence, and he just got schooled by Kolvik and Pogs. Oh, I'd say Pogs are good-natured game. Everybody loves a good game of Pogs. There was, you know, resounding cheers and big uh, awes when when the defeat was laid down with that glorious last slam. You know, they're uh, they're all good-natured and gracious about it. He agreed to the bet. Rickard <laughs> did. Well, these guys yeah. seem uh, like pretty stand-up guys. Maybe. Yeah. How about a round of drinks on me? A round of drinks is had. You go back up to the bartender and. So do you buy apple juice for everyone? Do you buy like actual beer for everyone? Gives your drink total Exactly. <laughs> They're all excited, and then they get their yeah. apple juice. Uh, it's it's very fine apple juice, though. They sure. uh, they Finest they enjoy it, and then they go back up to the bar and get an actual drink. But they drink <laughs> them both. They're two fisting for a little while, and it's all delightful. Right. All right. Well. So, unless you guys had anything else to say, you guys maybe make some idle conversation about adventuring and, you know, hemp and rope quality and whatever else adventurers talk about. Well, we should t- we should pump them for information on, uh, you know, what they know about Jason Bryce. How do you want to do this? <laughs> have you have the, have you heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a perfect intro to that. Uh, they said the good news of uh, Jason Bryce, of course. What well, a swell guy. We <laughs> we haven't. Can you share with us? Uh, they relate to you uh, a, a slightly different version of the story. That it, you know, it was it was a it was a rich old woman that inherited the or uh, willed the money to him, and a couple other like slight details are off about the story. But overall, it's the same tales you guys have always heard. What do you guys? Uh... What do, you, what do you intend to do? How do you intend to find the, the temple or the treasure? So they say, well, um, and at this point, Ada is the one that leans forward. And she says, well, we have a little bit of a tip that somewhere around this village is the entrance to his tomb. Mm. What, do, what do you guys think? Another round of drinks for everyone here? Yeah, another round of drinks. Yeah. Uh, alcoholic drinks, please. This Shots time. and chasers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have three alcohols for our new friends. 
Uh, so you guys sit, you're, you're hanging around, you bring three alcohols over, and they're much happier with the request this time. Um, are you asking specific questions that you want to roll like a persuasion on, or are you just trying to lube them up so far? I think we're just trying to lube them up right now okay. until we until we find something or hear something that we want to ask specifically about. Okay. Um, they're hesitant to give any details away. I mean, they're, they're being real friendly with you guys. They seem like decent people and everything. Um, but they also know that you guys are adventurers, uh, as Roscoe let on earlier in the conversation. So they're, they're hesitant to give any way, uh, give away any specific clues. They'll, they'll say, you know, that it's near the village and they hear there's some trials and, uh, you know, some, some things that you have to overcome down there. And they, they hint at, uh, there's some, some wisdom from some of the old stories about Jason Bryce that, you know, lead to some clues apparently about how to get through the trials, but... They don't have anything specific that they're going to just outright tell you guys. Where'd you get your tip? Uh, they're not going to share that with you either. Hmm. You guys feel like you got this in the bag? Like you guys are pretty smart or what? Hans says, well, we don't really know what's down there specifically, but, uh, well, we think we're up to the challenge of whatever's in Jason Bryce's tomb. Is there any way I can do a bluff on this guy and maybe do maybe even another Pogs game bluff for bluff, tip for tip? Hmm. Tell me specifically what you're trying to do. I'm trying to get information out of them by saying we also have information. Better information. A quid pro quo. A quid pro quo, if you will. Oh, you want to do an exchange. I I was thinking that you were like, yeah, the entrance which is in the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Near the... the, uh, the, uh, Yeah, I like the... You be fine. Hello, dear listeners. How is every little thing in your world? Things are going pretty well here. Nothing special to report. I am happy to let you know that we got a little feedback, though, and it seems like the audio quality is working out. Looks like we'll be sticking with this service, which I will gladly tell all of you now, is Alphonic.com. A-U-P-H-O-N-I-C.com. As usual, this isn't a paid sponsor or advertisement, so no need to sue us or anything. We're just saying that your service is pretty neat, and we're happy it's out there. Well, I'm specifically very happy it's out there. Speaking of thanks, you know, it's been a while since I've said thanks to the Wizards of the Coast. Though I suspect no one there has ever heard of us, we're still mighty grateful for the awesome product they produce and just how pleased I am in general with the 5th edition rule set. I played a few of the earlier editions of the game, and I've also played several other RPG systems. I think of everything I've played, this is the system I enjoy the most. And, congratulations on just having announced that this was the best-selling year for D&D ever. What a wonderful thing that so many people are getting so invested in this amazing hobby. I would, of course, also like to remind you of our website, thevgat.com, T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. It is from that wonderful catch-all that you can find links to our social media sites, just play all the episodes, jump to any of the excellent podcast aggregating services like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and so many more. You know, you could also join the illustrious ranks of our Ko-fi or Patreon patrons. Folks, I know every single podcast out there hustles you for donations and reviews and all the rest, but here at the VGAT, well, honestly, we're no different from them. I suppose the main difference is that your cash money donations go directly back to the show. That's right. Every stinking penny that doesn't get absorbed in fees goes directly into hosting for both the audio and the site. 
the domain name renewal, and now the new editing service. Once we get around to the point where we're actually turning around what you might call a profit, we'll find new ways to help the show like character art commissions, transcripts, and other fun stuff. And, of course, to those of you who have already donated, please remember that we are super, super grateful for that. It's a big part of what keeps us going. Well, that's everything I've got for you today, friends. Let's return to some good old-fashioned role-playing. So, um, so you're gonna, you're trying to, like, offer an exchange of information. I'm gonna need you to walk me through what you're trying to do here. Well... Just looking, listening to the conversation that they're having and they're talking about they know information and I think when they do all right, I'm like, oh, you guys know information as well. And then kind of almost act like I know what they're talking about and have more information that they don't know about. Maybe the end sequence or something like that. Okay. If you're just pretending that you know stuff... <laughs> I mean, that's all I can do. But I don't like, know anything. I mean, yeah, you don't have any actual facts to like. I have zero like facts to give, but I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you yeah. give zero facts. I, I give zero facts. <laughs> <laughs> so they're uh, all right. So I'm gonna have them do a little insight roll, basically against you, and that's a natural twenty. Oh, they sh- do not believe you. How okay. attractive is Ada? Uh, actually, all three of these people are very attractive. They're uh. They're very um, chiseled, blonde, uh, nice, sharp, angular features, blue eyes. <clears throat> Do you think these people know Nansen at all? Uh, no, that's just me fucking up the accent. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to use my wiles on Ada. All right. Like, butter her up. Maybe take rent her room. And, and I, would, I would like to see if I can get a feeling on... How confident, uh, do, do these guys actually know anything? Do I think that like, these guys actually know anything, or are they just your average run-in-the-mill adventurer that just came here to explore a, a legend that they heard of, or do they actually know some juicy information? I'm going to have, let's resolve that first, and then we'll get back to flirting. Um, so you can roll insight. That's going to be 16. 16 is a darn good roll. Uh, you can tell that these, these fine folks are very confident that they know what they're doing. So, Roscoe, you... Uh, She's human, right? She is. All right. Yeah, all three of these <laughs> people are human. <laughs> all three of them are human. So you, uh, you like, maybe get up and go to the bathroom and, and come back and, like, you know, pull your chair up next to her instead of uh, next to Hans where it was before, kind of shuffle your way in between them. Uh, do you have a particular way you would like to be smooth? We've, we're a few drinks in, right? Yeah, you're a couple drinks in now, and they were the, they were here before you too. So I buy her specifically a drink, not everybody. Ah, uh-huh. you come back from the bar with a beverage just for her, and mm-hmm. she's uh, she says, "Oh, thank you." And uh, I'm making jokes and whatever you do, have a flirting Roll for flirting. However, this type of thing works. That's what I do. I would like to effectively flirt with the woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, how long she's been adventuring? Like, make conversation. Sure, sure. So you do, you're you're nice guying your way into this. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, we're just gonna do a direct charisma contest between the two of you. So, okay. roll me a d20 and add your charisma modifier. 
Ooh, that's not good. 8 plus 4, 12. She has a 22 on her roll. Yeah. Uh, so you are... You're charming, but uh, she's actually more charming. You find yourself uh, laughing at her jokes, and, uh, you know, like, <laughs> you're kind of hanging on the edge of her story here. Um, and I, I'll tell you what I'll do is I will let you... As, as we progress through rounds of drinks, depending on how far you guys want to take this, uh, <laughs> her charisma score is going to go down, but maybe yours is too if you're keeping up with her. But we'll let you re-roll it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so conversation continues on. Are you guys going to continue trying to pump them for information? or? Unfortunately, that is my only play that I know. Sure. Really, really not into this smart business. I'm like, you, you I know things. Colvick, That's have you at least uh, sat down now? Are you going to be at the table, or are you still standing and well, growling? I'm standing. I'm, no, I'm standing and still feeling proud about the match I won. Nice. Confident for no reason now, because we're friends, but I'm still like, <laughs> if, if, if I beat you. That's all I got. <laughs> Where are their supplies? Do we see them with them? They don't have any supplies with them. Uh, like, not sitting at this table. I'm going to have, a, like, whisper to them, take Gracie a few steps away and whisper. Like, tell her she's got to go to the bathroom or whatever, and then I want her to do a mouse or a bird or whatever she needs to do. Look for their horses and rummage through their ship. Oh, man. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, nice. You're going to put your daughter she's to She's got to start learning. In she's crime. got to start learning. She came with us for... She, she start, wanted She kicked this whole thing off. <laughs> So she she gives like she gives a real sly grin and nods at you and uh, and she like heads out you know it looks like she's kind of going towards the bathroom and then she you know sneaks along the wall and goes outside. Very good. Now we continue drinking and flirting and storytelling. All right. I think uh, I think you should tell us like one of your best pickup lines. Um, oh, for sure. <laughs> If you can get if you can get all three of us to laugh at a pickup line, I will give you advantage on the roll. <laughs> hey baby, do you enjoy consensual intercourse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's two oh. out of three. Hey, you're looking for more. You ever do butt stuff with a half elf? That was worse. That was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm laughing, but I'm saying my laughter doesn't count. Um, Not on that one. You got better than that. Pickup lines are so bad. That's the point. You have to make them clever. Like, if girls were boogers, I'd pick you first. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's why Roscoe's doing that. <laughs> but try that. See if that works. Or I choo choo choose you. I keep trying to think. I should have won with that one first. That would have made you laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I would have laughed at that. You're trying to think of something about Woods, you know? Like, you, know? Can work, you gotta work her name in there for maximum points. Yeah. That's how Tinder works. So really? I'm told. Tinder is a complete mystery to me. I thankfully never had to use Tinder. The way that I understand it is that if you're able to make a clever pickup line with the girl's name inside of it, and then you get to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to have sex. <laughs> I, I just your name is Ada. Found somebody huh? that I loved and married them, and that seemed to work pretty well. But <laughs> you're the only Ada I see. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What? Eight out of ten. It's not even very flattering. <laughs> if you need to Google uh, Tinder pickup lines and. Dig something out of that. 
Hello, I am a Nigerian prince and I can make you rich beyond your wildest dreams. I just need your phone number. (laughs) 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 It's actually difficult because you also have to make it applicable in this world. It's true. Roses are red, violets are fine. You be the six and I'll be the nine. (laughs) There we go. Oh, you get advantage for that one. Oh, man. There you go. Hey, gorgeous. Will you be my Tinderella? Oh, no. One of my favorites is Jay and Silent Bob. (laughs) Just like as a woman walks past. Hey, baby, did you ever get your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? (laughs) And it's just like Silent Bob sitting there like Kevin Smith. Mm Mm-hmm. Christ, sit on my face and I'll eat my way to your heart. <laughs> that sounds like a zombie movie. Like, I wouldn't, like, gross. On a scale of one to America, how free are you tonight? I like that one. That's a pretty good one. All right, so with your pickup line, you will get to roll for with advantage on, uh, on your attempt at picking up Ada. 14 plus 4 is 18. You are, uh, you're making some headway. Yes. This one pickup line is not enough to, to bring things all the way there, but... But I scoot myself a little closer, and we're making, like, eye contact and shit. <laughs> Has it been a while since you've dated? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years at least. <laughs> I scoot closer, and we make uh, eye contact. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess while Roscoe's trying to woo Ada over here with uh-huh. his amazing moves, I'll try to distract uh, Hans and Rickard, just keep them occupied. Wingman in it, yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Right on. What are you, you going to distract them with? What topic of conversation do you think is going to appeal to their, their interests? Well, uh, it sounds like Hans is into Pogs. Do we think Rickard probably? Uh, Rickard was the Rickard. one that was actually into Pogs. Yeah. Oh, did you... But oh, I you played Rickard. Rickard? I didn't play Hans. I was trying to convince oh, I you Hans. Did play like, Hans. Yeah, no, I, I was trying to convince Hans when you tried to steal his purse, saying, uh-huh. hey, is that Pogs? And Rickard came in. He's like, oh, Pogs, eh? So, yeah, Rickard had a little Pogs. What did you call it? A Pogs patch? Pog, 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 uh, pouch? I asked if Hans had a Pogs pocket, and that's when Pogs Rickard pocket. came up, and he's like, uh, Pogs, eh? Yeah, Rickard so. just kind of like inserted himself into the conversation at that point. Very excited at the mention of Pogs, but yeah. uh, Hans does not play Pogs. He interestedly watched the match, but that was about it. Well, um, trying to figure out what I could talk to these guys about. I'd like to get them both interested. Uh, what do I notice about these guys? So, Rickard, uh, you can see, is obviously into Pogs. Uh, both of them are very clean-cut, well-dressed, very, uh, very sharp and, and stiff and what have you. Um, they both uh, have adventuring gear with them. And Hans is uh, Hans looks a little more like a like a fencer, you might say. Uh, and Rickard is a got kind of a kind of a magic user look to him. Hmm. So uh, Rickard both likes pogs and maybe in the magic, but um, so Hans is a fencer. I don't know what to do with this guy. <clears throat> Challenge him to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I was gonna ask him: Does he have any sort of kind of like? Is he a sailor at all, or like a buccaneer kind of person? Uh, no, no. He's got. Um, I'm trying to describe their their clothing. Um, French. 
if you if you had to make a comparison to uh, a real world our real world example, these these people seem German, um, so not French and uh, later hosen suspenders. Yeah, fuck it, man. Let's just put these people in later hosen and suspenders. They're all, <laughs> all the Dutch. They're all dressed in later hosen and suspenders. Funny hat with a feather. The big feather mm-hmm. coming out of it. Yeah, they have mustaches. We'll just talk to him about his favorite beer. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna th- say. They probably like beer, right? Yep. Yeah. They've, they, you notice that they've brought their own beer steins. Mm-hmm. Beer steins. <laughs> so probably of the like homelands of the different buildings and such. So mm-hmm. we'll just ask them about those. Very decorative pewter lids and yep. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got beer steins with them, and they're they're very excited to chat with you about beer steins. Uh, and in fact, let's do another charisma roll, Melvin, to see just how interested you can keep them. Oh man. I'm actually rolling pretty good What's today. What's the German equivalent area in this continent? Well, in Germany, they have, like, the Black Forest. Would anything consider yeah, that kind of thing? Just around true. there? There's no... I, I don't have, like, a direct, like, area that I've thought of, I suppose. We'll say that it's somewhere a little further the, further to the north by the uh, uh, the northern edge of the western plains near the dwarven mountains and settlements there. Dwarves always make me think of Germans. I don't know if that's intentional or not. I rolled a 17. Excellent. That is enough to keep them interested. They are enraptured. And as soon as they see that they've got basically like a captive audience in in you, and Kolvik, you're at least pretending to listen. Um, and they, they start describing these beer steins to you, and they're like, um, you know, just insanely boring detail about the craftsmanship and like who carved them and blah 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 uh all the while roscoe are you, are you gonna get one more drink into uh, ada mm-hmm. and, and see if the third time is a charm mm-hmm. so you bring her back another fine elven wine and 18 she is lulled by your charms with the the mere 16 that she rolled by this point i have my armor on her around her waist like hand on her thigh like uh-huh. pulling her close you uh you've kind of scooted around and like you <laughs> Let's say you did the big awkward yawn gesture and let your arm <laughs> drop around her. Uh, and she is receptive. She's Now she's laughing at your jokes. You guys are uh, um, having a real fun time. You find yourself actually enchanted by her just as much as she is by you. She's a, a very fun and intelligent and uh, <laughs> quite hilarious young lady. Awesome. I got your next pickup line if you want it. Yeah. You should be like, you should say, hey, you know that, uh, you know, if you took the the d out of your name your name would be ah and then you could be like so the question is do you want the d <laughs> we're terrible at making up that. <laughs> oh my god so so elaborate it's like just 12 step pickup line there you go i feel like we can workshop that and make it so <laughs> do you really need the d in you because if so I'm right here. <laughs> Have you ever thought about if your name was all lowercase, it looks like a cock and balls? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but now you're thinking about dicks, aren't you? The bam. God. <laughs> God help us if we have to date ever. I, you know, I have <sighs> thought about this for several years now, that if I am ever back in the dating pool, I'm pretty sure I should just go celibate and just give up because I'm never going to get anyone to have sex with me ever again. (laughs) (laughs) 
the idea of dating just has zero appeal <laughs> to me. Like, yeah. uh, how much honesty uh, can I have here? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't so, think I would So, you know, I, I play D&D. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I got... Oh, this isn't a real number. Okay. See you later, though. There's only six digits. Damn it. Yeah. And so what happened? What happened? Hmm? Oh, you want... Yeah, nitty-gritty detail here. So, uh... All right. I was about to start describing things, and I'm not going to describe things. There's... I know you are. I was just saying, what happened with the storyline? I, I was going to describe, like, really awkwardly, though. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, Roscoe, you're, you're going to make an attempt to uh, get a room with Ada then? Yep. All right. She is agreeable to your, uh, your wiles, and um, you guys exit the scene. She's kind of laughing and waves goodbye to her friends, and you guys go up to the bartender and get a, get a room, and um, you go to that room. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of Grace. Don't worry about that. Do adult things in that room. Like, uh, taxes and <laughs> tax <laughs> <laughs> geometry. Uh. <laughs> How many sides do you think this building has? <laughs> What's it's the name? Me of it? too. Oh, yeah. Twelve sides. That's a dodecagon, right? <laughs> uh, so, did I notice, like Hans or Rickard? Did they did did either of them care much that Ada was uh, leaving with Roscoe? They. Um, I would say that uh, Rickard kind of like watches her go with like a, a like I would say a disapproving frown. Um, I think you're more asking about jealousy, and the, you don't sense jealousy from him. Okay. Um, and Hans kind of like rolls his eyes. Gotcha. Well, uh, I guess we just keep these guys entertained. Yeah, and uh, let Roscoe do his thing. Make a thing. Hopefully, you can get some good pillow talk. That was like kind of the idea. Also, it's like, I don't know, their strength in numbers, now they're minus one. Maybe you can pump those two yahoos for information. We can get it a shot. See how charismatic I can be. Sure. I'm actually going to take um, Melvin. I'm like, Melvin, let me go get you a shot of apple juice over there. And then, hopefully by the bar, just kind of ask you, what if we went along with these guys? Kind of just adventured with them. I mean, we don't know anything. Maybe we'll get some information about quests and stuff. But... I don't know. I don't really like bringing more people on our team. Plus, we have Grace with us, so I don't really like the idea of strangers kind of uh, adventuring alongside of us. Yeah, so... With like, that, I'm I... Not, I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> also, never, with that, I'm uh, not there. Yeah, yeah. You love your child to go have sex with someone, so... As one does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have to take this nice young lady on a mommy audition. <laughs> oh, no. Wish her luck. No. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah, I buy the apple juice and we walk back and I'll do one more round for the crowd. All right. Uh, so just you want guys... to throw that idea and All right. All right on. Um, so you guys are going to continue to uh, to pump these dudes for information. Uh, you get back from the bar and there's Grace sitting in one of your chairs. Um, and she's just kind of talking to the nice man and um, she comes back, you know, or you guys get back up and she kind of smiles at you and then her smile kind of drops and she's like, where's Roscoe? Uh, he and 
the nice lady went on a walk together. And Grace says, oh, okay. She's just kind of like kicking her legs under the chair and, you know, just smiling at everybody. Nice. Do the, uh, does Hans and Rickard, do they seem disarmed at all by Grace? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like this cute little purple haired girl comes and sits down with them and um, like when you guys come and sit, you know, they're like, oh, she is with you. Oh, what a cute little girl. Do to do to do. Um, so basically what I'm going to, what I'm going to have you guys do, you can make one final attempt to, uh, to pump some information out of these guys. Um, but I need to know specifically like what you're doing or what you're asking or, um, how you're, how you're trying to get information out of them. Cause just general small talk and being, you know, nice and charismatic. Uh, it's fun, but it's not going to get you anywhere. Not anywhere specific anyway. So at this point, we're all at the... They know we are here to find it, right? No, we just know about it. I think we both know about it. The one thing that we seem to have gotten from them is that they seem to have a good idea where it's at. And I'm guessing they have a good idea about what we're going to face once we're inside this tomb. Yeah. And... I mean, there was one other place we can go and find information that we know of is the the lady's house that they sent us to and we went here instead. And that's the uh, only other place besides. But we now know there is an entrance here in town, so we have someone else to ask. We don't have to. The one thing I'd want to know is if what Gracie found when she went looking for their Mm -hmm. uh, materials. And the information Roscoe got. Well, we don't, that's going to take some time. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I was just trying to maybe, think of maybe all, it won't. all the information we're, we might be getting. So, okay. I mean, intimidation is probably not the way to go because I mean, this is a bar and mm-hmm. this is an area. So, and I'm just gonna fill you guys yeah. in before you before we stumble over this too much. Grace, like Roscoe told Grace to go get information. She's not gonna tell you guys. She's not gonna come out and tell you guys. You'd have to ask her what you know. Pretty much. Right. Okay. Well, at this point, I have no other information to ask because I have, I just know they're here. They know stuff. And without getting into argument, I'm just a doof standing up right now. <laughs> Kolvik never sits. Kolvik never sits. CrossFit nice Kolvik. It's been a while since we referenced the CrossFit part of Kolvik's character. Yeah, it's true. All right, Melvin, you got anything uh, to come up with? Or is this just a pleasant conversation that's fizzling its way out? Not sure what to do these do with these guys. I mean, so far they're just probably gonna show up later, or there's nothing we can do here. How drunk are these guys yet? Um, they're getting there, but they're holding it pretty well. Damn it! You going for the lum experience or what? <laughs> <laughs> the lum experience. No. It takes a three-party group, one bathroom, and a part of a hall. All right. Well, I'm just going to call it at that. I can't give you guys forever to pick out decisions. You guys just kind of like continue having conversation over the next uh, X number of minutes that I'm not going to say to demonstrate or disprove Roscoe's masculinity. Uh, And eventually Roscoe makes his way back out of the room and high fives everybody. (laughs) 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 But like Ada's right behind you. Like it's like a baseball team at the end of a game. She's high five and everybody right behind you. Are you high fiving Hans Rickard as well? I turn around and high five Ada. (laughs) (laughs) High fives all around. Grace is like smiling and high fiving. She has no idea what's going on. (laughs) Grace, wash your hands. God. <laughs> we haven't said anything that'll make us go to jail yet, so. 
what are we playing right now? All right, so it's late at this point? Yeah, you guys are getting, uh, I would say it's not It's not late necessarily, but it's getting to be like, we'll call it dinner time, five, maybe six, something like that. You've had a good time at the bar, but the um, the group of three, the the Team Excellence says, well, it's, it's getting kind of late, or rather Hans of Team Excellence says, it's getting kind of late and uh, they want to go plan what they're going to do for tomorrow and uh, and then go to bed so they uh, they thank all of you tell you what a pleasure it was to meet you if they're up in Andon sometime they'll they'll stop by and uh, some more high fives you get a wink from Ada and uh, they unless you have some reason to stop them retire back to their room yep very good nope we're just gonna hope Roscoe had more success than we did did you uh, try for pillow talk by the way I tried all right Let's just do it as another, uh, let's do it as another charisma roll. I feel like I should make you make a performance roll first, but... Nine. Ah, she rolled a ten. So, uh, you kind of, like, coyly pried for some information, and, uh, she just kind of, like, giggled and didn't tell you shit. (laughs) (laughs) But now we're all sitting at the table in the bar, just us. And I ask, uh, Grace what she found out. Uh, Grace says that she kind of rummaged through uh, the horses and whatnot that were out in the stable, and she couldn't tell exactly whose was whose, you know? I mean, because there's more than just these guests here. Uh, The only thing that she says she did find was um, they had three potions with them that uh, were kind of a lighter green color, and she didn't know what they were. But that was the only suspicious thing she found was these, uh, these three potions. Do you think I could tell what they were based on her description? Uh, no, she just, I mean, she basically said it was a, it's like a, I don't know what the hell you'd call that, like a potion bulb, I guess, you know, just like a thing, a temporary glass container with a big cork in it, uh, and it's just a light green sort of semi-viscous fluid in it. They're Get here out. for the night, right? They're, they're at this establishment for the night? They are. They are. And actually, Melvin, we- what I'll do is I'll have you make a, um, what's a good role for trying to figure out what a potion is that someone else is describing from a little girl. Insider medicine. Medicine, I actually like that. Let's try a medicine roll. Uh, All right. I think that's a 10. Uh, With a 10, you... uh, You you can think of about five different things that it could be, but you're not certain on which it would be, and they're all very wildly different things, so... I would get out my dad's journal and thumb through it quick and see if there's any clues about potions in there. You don't find any clues about potions, but um, you do find, though... You know what? Let's let's see how lucky you are on this. Go ahead and roll me a, a d20. 14. 14. 14's pretty good. Um, you're not sure why, but your eyes are drawn to a particular page where... Just talking about the entrance, and um, it talks about the statues, the jade statues that were mentioned earlier, the trout, the bear, and the deer. Uh, but it also mentions that uh, there's basically a note in there that says pool question mark, pond question mark. Interesting.
episode number 40, Roscoe's Silver Tongue, was released on July 29th, 2018. I can't wait to see you all next week for more. Vegan. 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 The Very Adventuring Team. <laughs> so, I did not think of that. In- <laughs> I did not think of that, unfortunately. Now right behind me. <laughs> it's ragged all the way again. Foot <laughs> 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 Butt Rodah.